Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sexcast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. Libido is fucking life. Like, <sighs> life is so ever flowing, ever evolving, and just like life, so is our libido. If there is one thing that I have been asked about a million fucking times in the almost nine years of being in this industry, it is fucking libido. (laughs) It is libido and it is sex drives. And usually the biggest one that comes up on this topic is I have a partner who has a very low sex drive and I have a very high sex drive or we just feel like we're never on the same page. I just want to let you know, one, you're not fucking broken. Two, if you think that you're your relationship is the only one where you have a high sex drive and your partner doesn't or it's reversed, you're not. Literally almost every single other person will experience this at one point in their life. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about libido and maybe help you plan for the next time where you feel like your libido is just not syncing with your partner. So first off, your libido is constantly flowing and shifting into new spaces. This is literally like life. Life is an up and down journey. Your libido is an up and down journey. Depending on a male dominant hormone body or a female dominant hormone body, it is going to look differently. For me, I am cycling every 28 days into different hormones, into different levels, into new versions of myself, should I say. So our libidos can definitely fluctuate, especially because of our crazy hormonal shifts. You have four different cycles in your 28-day cycle where your hormones are shifting. You know, you have higher estrogen, lower progesterone, lower, higher progesterone, lower estrogen. You have things that are shifting constantly throughout the month. This is talking to someone who still has cycles, who is not menopausal or postmenopausal, someone who's still in their reproductive era. So whenever we're not connected with our bodies, and if you're like, Sierra, you just blew my mind. I don't even know about the cycles that you're talking about. It's okay. But this is one reason why it is going to be very hard to connect to your libido and connect to your sexuality and your turn-ons if you are not connected to your body. So being disconnected from your body and not really knowing a lot about it, you're going to feel out of touch and that can definitely crush your libido. If you're not feeling good in your body, if you're not feeling sexy, if you're not feeling connected, you know, I just remember like the language growing up talking about periods being gross and oh, blood is so gross and ew, it's a bloody tampon. You bleed out your fucking arm. What's the difference between bleeding out your arm and bleeding out a different part of your body? Nothing. Okay. So just language around that helps in the disassociation of you from your body. Feeling like your body is disgusting or you are gross or you are too fat or you have too much cellulite, you're feeding yourself negative energy 
that is disassociating you from your own body. And your own body is just like, man, I'm carrying you through this goddamn life. Could you just show me a little love? Like we're just getting through this shit together. Being disconnected from your body, you are going to be disconnected from your sexuality and from your sex drive. So what I help a lot of clients do and a lot of people over the years do is reconnect with their bodies, find peace within their body again, find love, especially coming from generations who have had insane numbers of eating disorders and among the females, the fat phobic culture. It's fucking disgusting. You're gonna probably hear me talk about fat phobia a lot more because I am like over it and we need fat phobia to fucking die for our children's sake so that we don't have children committing suicide anymore because they're not skinny enough. That's a whole nother fucking rant. All right. <laughs> That's a whole nother fucking rant. Sierra is going to stay off of, but your libido is constantly flowing and shifting into new spaces just as your body flows and shifts through your lifetime into different cycles, into different phases, into different parts of your life. Keeping connected to it is literally essential for your overall sexual health. And then it is also essential for how you can then show up for your partner. Because if you're disconnected from yourself, if you're disconnected from your sexuality, your turn-ons, your sex drive, then it's going to be really hard to show up for your partner when it's something that you're not even showing up for yourself. Something I always suggest to people who are in a situation where they feel like their partner's sex drive is so much different than theirs is number one thing. You're going to fucking hear me say it. The C word. The C word, guys. Communication. Oh, we have to communicate. Just simply knowing how to speak your desires to your partner and being like, you know, I'm not really feeling like my drive has been very high lately. What do you need to feel supported? Just learning how to speak your desires to your partner, you know, and it could go something like this. Hey, you know, I've noticed that you have been wanting to have sex a lot more lately and I don't feel like my urges or my drive is really the same as yours right now. So I just noticed this. How can I support you or what do you need to feel supported? Maybe after this conversation, it just involves picking out a new sex toy for your partner to use while you're not around. Or maybe it just involves making sure that your partner is getting solo time to masturbate and to have their own pleasure time. If you cannot communicate your desires to your partner, then we should not go any further in this episode. We should not go any further in this conversation. You have to be able to have open communication with your partner and tell your partner where you're at. And if you're like, holy fuck, Sierra, I do not have that in my relationship. It's okay. You're not alone. Let me tell you, there are so many other people who are in the same shoes that you are in right now, but there can be shift and you you can learn how to speak to your partner and how to communicate more effectively. Sometimes it's not even learning about how to speak to your partner. We can talk to our fucking partners all damn night and they just don't get a thing we're saying. But sometimes it just takes a little bit more intention and learning on how you can better communicate effectively, where they're understanding you, where you're able to move forward after a conversation with a plan, where you're able to move forward with direction, where you feel at ease after having that conversation with your partner that you've been putting off because they understand you. You communicated your needs effectively. Sometimes that's all we need. And that, of course, again, is where coaching comes in because sometimes you just need someone to help you through that sticky conversation or that sticky area of your life. I have worked with people before, couples who have been, especially after pregnancy or during pregnancy, where one person's drive is completely the opposite than the other. You're not broken. If this has been you, you're not broken. 
libido is flowing and shifting into new spaces and you can work together and you can still have intimacy and you can still have pleasure even if your partner is on a completely different page than you. You've heard me say this before, but I feel like at one point we are guilty of just saying, well, if it doesn't kill you, you just deal with it. And that pretty much sums up our sexuality and sensuality and our feelings on it since forever. We blame ourselves. (laughs) We just chalk shit up to if it doesn't kill me, then I'll just deal with it. It's fine. Time will just move on. But this is where you find yourself after years and years and years of just dealing with it. You wake up one day and realize, wow, I don't feel supported. Wow. I don't feel appreciated. Wow. I don't feel fucking loved anymore. Where did it all go wrong? You just dealt with it. And once you deal with it for so long, you get really burnt out and you get really fucking tired of just dealing with shit that doesn't make you fucking happy. And before you know it, you're doing nothing but doing shit that doesn't make you happy. That's all you're doing. That's all you find yourself doing is doing shit every single day. You don't know why you do it. You just deal with it. Even though it makes you pissed, it makes you sad. It makes you feel like shit every night. Makes you go to bed like, fuck, got to get up and do the whole damn thing all over again tomorrow. We're all guilty of this. So if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I feel like you're stabbing me today, Sierra. Listen, you know, I'm going to spank you good, but I'll hug you afterwards and put you back together. We're all guilty of this. We're all guilty at one point in our life just saying, if it doesn't kill me, I'll just deal with it. I'll just deal with this. This is coming to you today and you were like, I've been dealing with this situation in my life or I've just been dealing with having a high sex drive while my partner has none. I've just been dealing with it and I'm tired of it. I'm over it. I want you to know there are answers. There is help and there is a million fucking resources out there. You do not have to live in pain. You do not have to be ashamed and you do not have to live in a space where you are not enjoying sex. So we start here. This is a safe place. You know that I have created a sex positive community for all, no matter where you're at in your sexuality or sensuality journey. This is a safe place for you to explore and to be felt and to be seen and to be heard. This is a safe place here. So the other area that I like to address whenever it comes to libido and the problem, the main problem that whenever someone comes to me and they're like, my partner has such a different sex drive than me. The one thing I'm going to immediately ask to both partners is, what does your masturbation practice look like? And usually whenever I ask this question, I get my answer real quick. <laughs> it's going to be, um, uh, what? My what? Or, um, maybe once every few months. Or they just stay, stare at me blankly because they're like, what? That's a thing. First off, sex starts with yourself. Solo sex is the first kind of sex. It is not evolving any other person but you and your body. So first off, this is where this is the first type of sex that humans usually have. Whether you're exploring with yourself or not or ever really thought about it, this is usually the first type of sex that people have is masturbation. Usually we are ashamed of it though, which is crazy because it's like, wow, I own my own body and you're telling me that I do not have permission to my own body. How fucking crazy is that? Most of us have all been told we do not have permission to our own bodies. Solo sex is also the safest sex out there. Instead of teaching abstinence, I firmly believe that we should be teaching safe sex. Because here's the thing. People are going to do it anyways. People can make a choice to stay abstinent and people will make a choice to have sex. And wouldn't you want to just teach safety and let people make the choice for themselves versus cramming an idea or belief down their throats? I mean, it just makes sense to me. So my belief is that I will educate on how to have 
safe sex. Solo sex or masturbation is the safest sex that you can have. Why? Number one, there is absolutely no fucking risk for STIs or STDs. There's no fucking chance. Your risk of getting an STI or STD when having solo sex is zero, zip, none. Also, also there is a 0% chance that you will get pregnant while having solo sex. It kind of almost just makes sense that we would educate on these two things versus just cramming abstinence down people's throats. Solo sex is the safest sex. You have no chance for STIs or STDs. You have no chance for pregnancy. And it is also where you will form your safe container to have sex. What what does that mean, Sierra? It means that if you're not safe within your body, if you've not built that safety wall within your body and that connection with yourself, you are 1000% not going to feel safe having sex with some other person involved. You are not going to feel safe whenever another person is touching your body and you've never touched yourself. You're never going to. Maybe think about the time. I don't know why this kind of, this kind of reminds me of a good example, but maybe the first time you ever had oral performed on you. And I feel like I'm mainly speaking to ladies. (laughs) I want you to think about the first time maybe that you had oral performed on you or a time in your life where you had oral and all you could think about is oh my gosh, are they, are they doing it right? Like, do I smell? Do I look okay? Did I forget to shave? We're sitting there building all these excuses in our head. Most of the time we're building those excuses because we've not explored that area for ourselves. And you're like, Sierra, are you telling me to give oral to myself? No, I wish we, girl, if we could give oral to ourselves, the world would be a different motherfucking place, y'all. But I am saying if you've never taken a mirror down to your vulva and you don't know where your pleasure lies, you don't know where your nerve endings lie, you don't know where your clitoris sits and where the most sensitive part of your clitoris sits, and you don't know which side of your clitoris is more sensitive because all clitoris owners have one side that's more sensitive than the other. You've never explored that, then it's going to be really hard telling your partner what feels good to you. It's going to be really hard telling your partner, oh, this is what I like. If you've never explored that, then you are going to feel unsafe. You're going to sit there and make up self-sabotaging thoughts in your head that's not going to let you enjoy the experience, connect with your partner, or be there in the moment. When I say sex starts with solo sex, it really fucking does. And this is why I do believe so many people are just dying in their relationships right now. The divorce rate is so fucking high because people have not known who they really fucking are. People do not know where they are. And part of our culture, most of the Most of the blame I can definitely say is on our culture because we've been in a culture that has preached abstinence and not safe sex. It's also taught body shaming. It's also created a very fat phobic culture. So if you're not in that ideal body shape, you feel gross with yourself, you should be ashamed of yourself, you should be dieting, you should be losing weight until you can feel better about yourself. Our culture has had a lot to fucking blame, that is for sure. If you are wondering why your libido is so low and so disconnected from your partner, then I'm going to tell you first and foremost, you need to look at your solo sex practice. When was the last time you treated yourself? When was the last time you explored your own body? When was the last time you put on an outfit and was like, man, I'm looking freaking hot tonight. I am looking really fucking good. When was the last time you really complimented yourself like that? If you're in a place where you're like, Sierra, I am so comfortable in my body. I 
am very aware of my pleasure. I have been for years. I am just at a point where my libido is different. Then I want you to, one, have grace on yourself. No matter where you're at in this journey, have grace on yourself, okay? You won't always be like this. Things are gonna change. Things always change. You will not be in this same position forever and maybe not even tomorrow. (laughs) We never know what tomorrow might bring, y'all. Gotta have a little bit more optimism than that. Everything is working out in your favor. I want you to believe that. I want you to own it. I want you to breathe it every single day that everything is working out in your fucking favor and maybe tell yourself that every single day and see where you are in 30 days. If you don't believe me, if you think I'm full of shit, then by all means, try it out. Do it. Show me wrong. (laughs) Prove me wrong. I want you to prove me wrong. I want you to get up every single day and tell yourself in the mirror that everything is working out in your favor. And in 30 days, I want you to come to me and say, Sierra, you're full of shit. I didn't do anything for me. Please. I really want you to do this. (laughs) No matter where you are in your journey, your journey is valid and it is yours alone. And it does not need to be compared to anyone else's because it's not going to look the same. It's not going to have the same experiences that you've had. It's not going to have the same knowledge that you have. It's not going to have the same expression that you have. It's not going to have the same creativity that you have. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. If you feel like your partner and your libido and your sex drives are just at completely different angles, then consider hiring a sex coach. If you're seriously at different angles and you feel like you've gone through And maybe you just can't even have the conversation. Maybe you don't know how to speak your desires to your partner. Maybe you're not sure how to talk to them about it. Maybe you've had a million conversations and you don't feel like it's going anywhere. Then hire a coach. This is literally what we are here for. It is a start. It is a safe place. And if it's something that's out of the coach's hands, then you're going to get referred to somebody who can help you because you don't deserve to live in pain. You definitely don't deserve to not enjoy sex, y'all. Life is way too fucking short for bad sex. You'll hear me say it so many times. It's on my wall. Life is literally too short for bad sex. It is such a huge part of us as a human being and in the human experience, sex and our sexuality is a massive part of our beings. It's how we procreate. It's how we bring one of the best things in life to fruition. If you ever think about that, you know, like I think about some people who have like four or five kids and have horrible sex. I don't know how many clients I've had who literally have way extremely low compatibility, but then they have like tons of kids. And I'm like, how do you have so many kids? But your sex life is that bad. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It is literally one of the best things in life. It brings us procreation and it also brings us on an unimaginable depth of connection to another human being, to another soul. Whenever you do it intentionally and whenever you have done the work to really dive into your turn-ons and who you are as a being and embrace your fucking authenticity. I think the biggest thing is just embracing it. A lot of people know who we are. We know who we are. We know what we like, but we're ashamed to embrace it. When you embrace your authenticity and you have that vulnerability with another person, you're going to create the most unimaginable intimacy that you probably didn't even think existed. You're like, that's just bullshit. It never existed. It's out there and you're deserving of it. Life is way too fucking short for bad sex. Your libido is constantly flowing and shifting. You are not broken. Thank you for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. 
For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.